Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we're going to talk about the healing properties of blue lace agate, which is an amazing crystal for happiness and personal growth. But before we get started, I want to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from Anna, and Anna asks, I have some larger crystals that I'd like to break into smaller pieces for ease of carrying and whatnot. As folks like Judy Hall consider them to be beings in their own right, would I be hurting them or their properties in any way if I did this? Anna, this is a great question and a tricky one. There are so many varying viewpoints about this. Many, many, many people do view crystals as living beings. Um, Even amazing scholars and teachers like the great Alan Watts talked about how crystals are living beings just with a different form of consciousness than we're used to. And many others throughout time have kind of echoed the same sentiment and idea. Now you have to remember, any crystal that you have was likely already part of a larger crystal formation when it came from the earth. So if you really think about it, it's probably already been broken into a smaller piece. From that respect, it may not hurt the crystal to break it into a smaller piece. However, I would suggest instead really thinking through the ways that you'd like to use your crystals and choosing them a little bit more consciously. So if you know that you want to have a large crystal to really anchor the energy in the space, go for it. But if you know that you're looking for one for everyday pocket use, then you may want to choose something a little bit smaller to begin with. When you try to break apart a crystal, it can actually be quite difficult and chances are it might not break apart exactly how you think it will or into the size pieces that you want. It might crumble completely or it could be really difficult to break apart and end up just really bashed and bruised. If that happens, it may not have the same energy or qualities that you're looking for and you might even feel a little bit bad about kind of beating it up a bit. So I would say if there's something that you really want to carry around with you or use for healing and you only have really big pieces available, it may be a better idea to go find some smaller, inexpensive pieces to purchase and use for what you need them for. However, like I said, you have to remember that any piece you have is probably still just a smaller piece of a greater whole crystal anyway. So if you really feel the need to give it a try, I would say you could go for it and do a little experimentation. It's not personally probably what I would do, but you'll really only know if this works for you and what you need if you try it out or make the decision to find a smaller piece elsewhere to work with. 
Thanks so much for your question, Anna. And if you have a question that you'd like me to answer for you about crystals, spirituality, or anything else you're curious about right now, just let me know over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. Do you feel intuitively called to work more deeply with your stones? To grow your confidence, knowledge, and connection to crystal energy beyond what you can learn on your own? Our award-winning Crystal Healing Certification Program will take you from crystal lover to a confident, certified crystal healer and help you discover your soul's path and crystal purpose. Maybe you want to deepen your personal spiritual practice by connecting more deeply to your stones. Or maybe you're already working with crystals, but you want to learn some more advanced energy healing techniques. Wherever you're at on your crystal journey, the Love and Light School's CCH program can help you become the confident and intuitive crystal healer you know you can be. Are you ready to listen to the nudges from the universe and take the next steps on your crystal journey? Our CCH program is here to support you every step of the way. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. And now it's time for our main topic of the day, the healing properties of blue lace agate. And as you know, I love to start these healing properties episodes with an affirmation or message from the crystal. Here's the message that came through from Blue Lace Agate. I surround myself with people that support my happiness and personal growth. I'm going to repeat that one this week because I think it's really important for many of us to hear. I surround myself with people that support my happiness and personal growth. And this doesn't just mean physically, although of course it can mean physically. It means who's in your circle? Who do you keep near you? Who do you hold close to you? It's important that we have people in our circles that do support our happiness, our joy, our growth and transition. And blue lace agate can help remind us to do this. The stone also promotes peace and calming, and it stimulates the throat chakra and encourages you to speak your truth. It's known for instilling joy and also for promoting forgiveness. It encourages healthy friendships and relationships, which is one of the reasons why it's so great for kind of cultivating this circle, like a garden. You want to fill your time and your space and energy with people that lift you up, with people that bring you joy. And do we all have those obligatory relationships that maybe we don't love? Sure, okay. But this crystal can also help you set some important boundaries around those relationships and limit the amount of time you have to spend with people that bring you down. Blue Lace Agate also supports personal growth and enhances empathy. Additionally, it can help shield your emotional body from negative energy if you do find yourself around one of those people in your circle that isn't necessarily your favorite. And it can also help ground you if you're feeling really angry or frustrated. Now, this isn't to mean that it just glosses over the anger or frustration. These emotions are important for us to feel, but it does ground you when you're feeling this so that you don't let those emotions 
take control. This crystal is great for helping to keep you centered and balanced in your mind, body, and spirit. And it also encourages truth and communication, helping you speak your truth. Additionally, blue lace agate promotes acceptance of things that you can't change. And for this reason, it's really helpful with anxiety. So often stress and anxiety kind of take over our minds with all the things that we don't have control over. Well, blue lace agate helps you accept those things so you can move on and spend your energy in a focused way on things that you do have some influence on. Blue lace agate also stimulates your willpower and assists with emotional healing. It can also really help facilitate communication with animals, with your guides, and with your angels. Now, if you've never seen blue lace agate, it's a beautiful crystal that's banded and swirled with pale blue and white lacy patterns. It's connected to the fifth chakra or throat chakra and to the zodiac sign of Pisces. It's related to the element of air and water, and its companion flower is Jacob's Ladder. Its companion essential oil is white rose, and a great companion stone for blue lace agate is pink calcite, especially pink mangano calcite. Blue lace agate is commonly found in Kenya and Namibia. Now, blue lace agate, as I said, is swirled with these beautiful blue and white bands. They're usually translucent, but they can sometimes be opaque, and this is a massive mineral meaning it doesn't have any visibly formed crystals. It's easily identified because of those layers of pale cornflower blue alternating with the layers of white or light blue. It's a banded form of chalcedony, and because this is a cryptocrystalline stone, there is that lack of an outward crystal structure. But on a microscopic level, it belongs to the trigonal crystal system. Even though this stone is really common in the marketplace, it's really only found in Kenya and Namibia. It's fairly plentiful, meaning you can go to just about any crystal shop and find it, but the really high quality stuff can be not so easy to come by. Blue lace agate is a great stone for forgiveness, as I mentioned, helping you accept what has happened and then release it. It encourages you to heal your emotions and find balance in your life, and it also helps you feel empathy and compassion for the person who requires your forgiveness, and it ensures that any energetic attachments that you have around that situation are healed. It's also a stone of really positive communication, promoting your own assertiveness and personal power. This stone promotes hope and optimism. It opens up your throat chakra and allows you to speak clearly and with purpose. It also enhances group harmony and cooperation, so it's the perfect crystal to keep in your pocket or in your handbag for get-togethers with family and friends. Blue lace agate is an excellent stone for building relationships, so don't be shy about meeting new people and growing your network of friends and colleagues when you're working with this crystal. Because this is a stone of hope and joy, you can work with blue lace agate to help you celebrate the small steps you've taken toward creating a happier life for yourself. This crystal reminds you to be present in the moment, have gratitude for what you have, release pain from your past or anxiety about your future so that you're able to be present and enjoy the here and now. It is a stone of hope, 
but it also promotes spontaneity. So rather than going through the motions to achieve your goals and reach your dreams, allow spirit to guide you toward what you want from life when you're working with this crystal. It also reminds you that you just need to follow the path that spirit has placed before you, even if you're unsure of what it leads. It promotes a little inner trust, and it gives you the courage to try new things and have new experiences, even when they challenge you. So this stone was discovered only recently in the 1950s by a man named George Swanson. So although it has no historical lore associated with it, it's developed a reputation in the modern day as the stone of ecology. In 1972, Mr. Swanson was really moved by the words of Dr. Harrison Schmidt, the only geologist to walk on the surface of the moon. Dr. Schmidt said, if ever there was a fragile appearing piece of blue in space, it's the earth right now. Mr. Swanson, who discovered the stone, knew that these stones, the blue lace agate, could be a symbol of this fragile blue that Dr. Schmidt was referring to. Blue lace agate was even, for a time, adopted as a symbol of earth ecology by the Tyler Ecology Award. So if you'd like to try your hand at working with some blue lace agate, you can close your eyes and hold the stone in your hands while focusing on someone who requires your forgiveness. Allow yourself to feel any emotions surrounding the situation. Listen to your inner truth about what's happened and then let go and release any unresolved feelings. You might even want to visualize drawing energy into your body from the universe, through the stone, all the way to your heart chakra, and feel yourself accepting this new energy while holding compassion and empathy for all involved. Well, that is it for our chat about blue lace agate, but now it's time for our trending this week segment. Each week in this segment, I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality right now, or something that I'm just really loving that I want to share. So this week, I want to talk to you about a journaling workbook that I've been using. Um, I started working with this during the Lionsgate portal, and it's really been a powerful experience for me. It's called the Goddess Journaling Workbook and it's by Beatrix Minerva Linden. Basically, this is a workbook with a daily journaling prompt, and each prompt is kind of rooted in the myth of a specific Greek or Roman goddess. It's a really interesting approach to journaling, and it's even tied into manifestation and the law of attraction. So the 365 days of the year are broken out into segments. There are six segments in this workbook, each one dedicated to a specific goddess. And this is really looking at goddess myth and lore as a metaphor for what happens in our own lives. And it's been such a beautiful experience connecting with the mythology of these goddesses and really having some quick and easy prompts for some introspection about how those myths relate to my own life and also what lessons there are for me here. Some of this ties into shadow work. Some of this ties into manifestation. Some of this ties into healing. And it's been a really powerful experience 
Um, and in less than 10 minutes a day, I get some time for some reflection and it's in a format that really motivates me and that excites me to take some time for this personal writing each day. So again, that's the Goddess Journaling Workbook by Beatrix Minerva Linden. Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And if you are an iTunes listener, you can also subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. If you use another streaming service, you can check out loveandlightschool.com slash listen for all the places that we stream this show. And I did want to give a special shout out this week to H Featherhead, who left a beautiful five-star rating and a review on iTunes. And they say, addicted. I have been listening to your podcast for about a week now, and I can honestly say I feel like I'm binging a great series on Netflix. I've been a physical therapist for 23 years, Reiki certified level one and two for almost a year. And now after being addicted to your podcast, I would love to add crystal healer to my bag of tricks, hoping to take your certification in the fall. Thank you for sharing your wealth of knowledge and presenting it in a way that you can't get enough. Heather B. Heather, my goodness, thank you so much. And I would absolutely love to have you join me for my upcoming crystal healing certification program. We'll be opening enrollment very, very soon for that program. So keep an eye on your email inbox. If you want to get on the wait list or you want to learn more about the program, you can go to crystalhealerschool.com to learn more. We will have enrollment open for just a short time and we'll officially kick things off with our first class on Monday, October 5th. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.